And that like unspoken loyalty, like the fact that I don't have to convince them, it turns me on. Yeah. You know, like it's yes. like, wow. Yeah. You will just go to war for me <laughs> like that, huh? Oh, that's hot. You know, yes. Hot. I feel like that kind of is my second point too. It's like, I couldn't totally put it into words, but the emotional bond that you two have with each other and then that loyalty for you and how they, yeah, protect you is so beautiful and like one of a kind. And yeah, it's sweet or it'll fucking kill and protect for you like a Mm -hmm. mama, Mm -hmm. a mama bear. I feel like (laughs) cancer, like if it was up to them... (laughs) They need you to, like, put on something over your eyes when they're doing their crazy (laughs) flip. Because to you, like, they're like, sweet little cancer. But they're about to turn around and be the craziest motherfucker your enemy has ever seen. And they don't need you to see that. Oh, my gosh! Hi, Sarah. Hi, Maya. How are you? I'm good. Yeah? I'm good, actually. Yeah, you good? <laughs> oh, she feeling good, y'all. She feeling real good. Okay, okay. I was like, let me change my voice real quick because I'm good. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, I'm actually having a really awesome day. Um, and I just, yeah, I'm excited to record this podcast with my bestie. Yes. And conversate. No, I love Mondays because it's when we film the podcast you know and mm-hmm. or record the podcast i should say that's I know. the proper I keep, word i keep trying to say film and i'm like we're not filming we're, we're not recording. filming anything i yeah. confuse it with youtube yeah i mix i intermix the two but yeah mondays are have become some of my favorite days because we do the podcast which is like funny it's so funny because i never in my you know one year podcasting career <laughs> <laughs> would have thought that if we were to record it on a monday that i would have enjoyed that because my idea of Monday is a time of, like, stress mm-hmm. and anxiety and, like, you know, moon day. Feeling, like, overwhelmed by life a little bit mm-hmm. and the need to get it together for the start of the week. But someone should have tapped me on the shoulder and be like, Sarah, actually the podcast is great for Mondays because you could talk about the things that are stressing you out, that are on your mind. You know, let's talk about these feelings and yeah. you'll let them go. before the week starts yes exactly and that's exactly how i feel i feel like i just get to talk to you and to our third about like everything that's been on my mind since the last time we spoke Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know Mm -hmm. i just feel like it's a good stress reliever and i hope when people listen to our podcast it's that for them too you know like you feel like you're hanging out with your best friend and like you're getting like that much needed like one-on-one time with them honestly Mm -hmm. that's how i hope you leave Every episode we have, feeling like you were tenderly taken care of. Yes. <laughs> okay, so we're kind of going to get into it right from the jump. I have like a kind of a heavier topic I want to talk about, mm. which is boundaries. Mm. Or should I say boundaries? Boundaries. <laughs> it's not a song and it's not funny. It's serious. <laughs> it's serious business. It is serious business. It really is. And once again, boundaries is... Or boundary is a word that I didn't hear about until I was in my maybe early 20s, mid 20s. Once mm-hmm. again, something that is so important, no one talked to me about it. Right. Did no. anyone talk to you about it? No, no, they didn't ever use the word boundaries. Exactly. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like, the best way I could describe it is like my family telling me, like, be careful who mm-hmm. you're with or be careful what guy you allow into your flower. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sure. You know shit like yeah. that, but no or one they'd be like about boundaries. Yeah, they'd be like, well, you know, if somebody hurts you, like, you stick up for yourself. Like, right. Or that's if you don't what... want to do something, yeah. you don't do it. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? But it wasn't expressed in the terms that I really needed them to be, for sure. Because I also feel like boundaries, it's not like something crazy needs to happen for you to have a boundary. Like, boundaries, there's small boundaries and there's big boundaries. And neither one of these things was something that my family taught me, you mm-hmm. know? So I feel like a lot of us can probably relate that like when you become a young adult is when you start learning about boundaries and okay, my lack of boundaries is causing a lot of problems in my life. Mm -hmm. You know, all these things that like finally make you want to be like, oh, well, what the fuck are boundaries? And like, how do I get them? (laughs) Right. (laughs) 
do I get them? How do I make sure other people don't cross them? And if they do cross them, what do I do? Exactly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, and I guess I just want to – yeah, that's what I want to talk about. The question of the day is do you think you're good at setting boundaries? And in general, what is your relationship like with setting boundaries? Yeah. I feel like – in the beginning, like in new relationships, I'm really great at setting boundaries. I'm mm-hmm. be totally honest with you guys. I'm mm-hmm. really great at setting boundaries. In new relationships, people I just met, if they cross me or something happens, I'm like, no, that's a boundary that's been crossed. And, you know, it's easier for me to set. However, <laughs> when it's with somebody I've known for a really long time, like a family member or a friend that I've had for a really long time, I feel like it's harder for me to reinforce those boundaries, boundaries that I can so clearly set with other people. Yeah. You know? And I feel like my then relationship with boundaries kind of unfairly varies case by case, you know? Because who who am I dealing with, you know? When it really should be more blanketly like, okay, well, this is my boundary. Don't fucking cross it. But I can be honest here to say that, like, it totally depends on the person for me. And there are times where... You know, especially with family, I do back down from boundaries, you know, and like it fucking hurts. It hurts. And then I feel like almost I try and go like too hard (laughs) in other situations to make up for it, you know, and it sucks because, you know, sometimes those people are getting the short end of the stick when they're not the person who I really need to needed to like buff up on or whatever, you know? Yeah. I mean, I feel like what you're saying is completely normal and valid because it is harder setting boundaries boundaries with people that you've known for a while because they're used to a certain kind of behavior and getting away with certain things. So when you all of a sudden switch up, they're going to be like, oh, my God, why are you being weird? Yeah. And it's like, no, actually, I learned how to treat myself and I learned how to express my needs to you. Before, I was just kind of numb to everything, which was good for you and really sad for me, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Uh, so it's normal to feel like, you know, it's harder to set boundaries with the people that have known you because they expect a certain thing from you, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, for but, sure. But, like, those are the relationships that matter when it comes to setting boundaries because if they've been in your life for a long time, that means you plan on keeping them in your life for a long time, which means in order for your relationship to be healthy, you need to let them know when you're growing, you know? And that's what boundaries are. You're growing. You're telling people, I no longer accept this sort of behavior in my life. Mm-hmm. If you want to stay in it, I suggest you change. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. Or and you stop yourself from coming at me like that. Yeah. And I feel like that is, like, the main switch that I always have to remind myself of is that it's not about the other person and how they're going to perceive me. It's about me. Like, I have the issue. You know? Like, I'm sticking up for me. So if it really doesn't mean something, then, yeah, don't say something. But if it does, you're only hurting yourself in the end. Yeah. You know? And I feel like that's the biggest thing that I have to – remind myself and it's like okay if you're not going to be on your own team you can't expect anybody else to be either yeah you know like I have to be my biggest advocate yeah because how do you know what you don't like unless you first figure it out with yourself you know then you can describe it to people even easier too Mm -hmm. like this is why I don't like this this is why I'm not okay not that you even have to explain it but something about just knowing why you're not allowing this is is good Mm -hmm. so getting to know yourself is definitely important for setting boundaries Mm mm-hmm 100 percent and I feel like yeah they they will always change as you continue to grow like you just said you know and you have to reset them with people (laughs) it's not a one and done deal boundaries aren't a one and done deal (laughs) at all and also you change when you change and evolve you have different boundaries you have different standards so you can't even expect yourself to have the same boundaries as when as when you first started setting them in the first place. You know what I mean? My boundaries, I'm sure, from now to five years from now are going to change. Mm-hmm. You know? And I agree. I feel like I was actually really, really bad at setting boundaries for a long time in my life. Just because I wanted to people please and just culturally I felt like I had to keep my mouth shut because that's just what I'm supposed to do. Yeah. And also because I grew up in a household where everyone was so loud and like you know, aggressive. So in my head, I was like, okay, well, I'm just going to retreat. And like, I'm the youngest anyway. So I don't really have to like be here for this because I'm really not allowed to be here. So that was my way of protecting myself. But really, that was also my way of shutting myself out of the conversation, Mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. So that definitely made it harder for me to set boundaries as I got older because I didn't want to, I didn't want to be a problem. 
Mm. You know, I kind of just wanted to be the one that was easy and like I, you don't have to do much to get along with me. You don't you have know? to worry about me. And like that yeah. created a war within myself, even though I was very peaceful outside of that, you know? Mm-hmm. And then after that came the phase of being so angry that I let people cross my boundaries. So then I started setting them aggressively and really rudely you know (laughs) but at least I was doing it so I was happy (laughs) for sure you know and also I feel like that first initial phase of setting boundaries it is uncomfortable especially I feel like like you said with family members like I definitely had moments where I all of a sudden something was said to me and I just switched and I was like don't talk to me like that I don't like the way you're doing this or like I would just call them out and I'm I they're used to me being the little girl that I was you know I'm the youngest in my family like I said so when I started setting it aggressively then it was turned around to be like oh you're so sensitive or like oh just like get over it like mm-hmm. you know what I mean and mm-hmm. it's like that was also very frustrating for me because it was like okay so I was quiet and my voice wasn't respected now I'm really loud and my voice is still not respected so then it made me look at myself and be like okay what do I need to do to continue to set boundaries but not feel like defeated when they're not respected you know or Mm -hmm. or when people come people kind of try to come at me for sending them you know what I mean especially family members because with family you just you just want to get along with them and when you don't it's uncomfortable yeah you know when you're setting boundaries with someone it's uncomfortable Mm -hmm. you know yeah and I feel like honestly me just not caring anymore in terms of like whether they whether they're okay with it or not, I was just like, I don't give a fuck. I'm setting boundaries. You can call me sensitive. I am sensitive. I think that's what it was. Like, I was, again, remember, I told you I wanted to be the one that is peaceful, you know? Mm-hmm. And if they're calling me sensitive, that means I'm doing too much. So that hurt my feelings. I was like, okay, fuck. Like, I'm too sensitive. Maybe I need to stop being more sen- so sensitive. And then I was like, no. Like, I'm not going to make this about me anymore. Like, it's them. They're the problem. But what can I do to fix it? I'm going to learn to be more spiritually aware of myself so I don't give them a reaction. Yeah. You know? Mm Because it's like, it's not fun when you set a boundary and then you're sitting there thinking about that whole interaction. Like, oh, were they okay with it? Were they not okay with it? Did did they think I'm weird for doing it? Like, you're in your head about it. Yeah. And I was tired of that. So I just, I just stopped. And I feel like the more shadow work I did, the more I was like, I'm doing this for me, Mm -hmm. really. And I realized a lot of adults also don't have boundaries. That's that's why they're crossing mine. So then I felt a little sorry for them. And I was like, okay, whoa, that sucks. I'm a little ahead of the game here. (laughs) Right. It's like at first these adults are like pissed that you're doing it. And then in a weird way they try and buddy up to you and be like, oh, well, how how are you doing doing it? it? Like you're so spiritual. Like, yeah, I am, you know? Right. And like, yeah, it was just hard. Yeah. So much more involved in your life all of a sudden. Right. They want to know the tea. (laughs) Like, what is it with family and, like, them freaking out when you're learning to finally have boundaries? I don't know. But honestly, it – in some ways, I'm going to be totally honest with you. It makes it that much harder to say something because I know that they're going to react in this way, you know? But then it goes back to what we both just said. Like, it comes down to me. It comes down to you at the end of the day as an individual. But, man – I'm not going to lie to you that literally their reactions do make me think like, oh, maybe I shouldn't say this. 100%. But to me, it's like an oppa moment. Like you just drop the plate yep. and you just keep on <laughs> dropping it and you keep on dropping it. And you're like, yep, I'm the sensitive one. I'm the one who sets boundaries. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? One- and then it's like addicting. Yes. So that's how I felt. Ugh. Because I hate it. Honestly, Maya, like I honestly fucking hated being the youngest because I genuinely felt like I had to do everything to be perfect, you know? Because I have like fucking like what, six, it felt like six parents Mm -hmm. looking down at me. And every time I did something, I was like, are they going to think I'm this way? Are they going to think I'm that way? And then I was just like, I can't take this anymore. Like, I just can't take this anymore. I'm not going to make people happy. That's fine. But I am going to set the right boundaries so they don't even have the chance to come at me. Mm -hmm. You know? Mm -hmm. Like, I did something you didn't like. I'm sorry. I don't know what to tell you. It's me. But don't you dare come at me crazy because I got boundaries. Right. (laughs) (laughs) You know? Yes. 100%. And I feel like, yeah. They struggle because, like you said, they're having issues setting their own boundaries. 
And it's hard for them, I feel like, to have somebody who they is younger than them put them in their place. You know, especially because we do come from brown families that do have that, like, old school kind of respect, you know? Mm-hmm. And then they're like, oh, shit. It's mm-hmm. like, well, I'm an adult now. So, yeah. yeah. Oh, <laughs> yes. You know? Exactly. <laughs> and I feel like that is why I'm, like, I love just being more spiritually aware, too. Because I feel like they notice when, when you're more quiet. You know what I mean? Like, you're not screaming to prove your point anymore. You're mm-hmm. just sitting there quietly letting them know you can't talk to me that way. I don't like your tone. And when you're saying that in a calm way, you being the youngest one, yeah, they're going to look at you like, oh, shit. All right, so you got your life together. It feels good. Right. You guys should try it. <laughs> <laughs> Remaining calm when they're coming at you crazy, your parents, older siblings, cousins, whatever – I swear that is the best comeback. Mm-hmm. But not being quiet because that's not a win. You still need to be calm and still express yourself. Yes. That is the recipe for success mm-hmm. when it comes to setting boundaries. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And if you're still struggling to get through those conversations or you're starting to cry, you need to do some more shadow work oh, yeah. because you're still not there yet. You mm-hmm. know, those, those conversations are still hard and emotional and that's fair, you know, but yeah. you need to, you want to get into a place where you can speak to them like, no, you're not going to speak to me like this. Rather than like, you're not going to talk to me like this. Yes. <laughs> you know? Because sometimes it'd be like that. Oh, for I sure. Mean, it would At the be beginning, like it yeah. will be. It definitely <laughs> will be. And then there will be a time where it's in the middle and you're saying it, but your voice is shaking a little bit. And then after that, you will say it sternly and calmly and your heartbeat will not be beating out of your fucking chest. Mm-hmm. Like, there is a way to do it. And just be easy. And be gentle with yourself through the process. Don't expect too much too soon. You just speaking up is the first step. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It'll get easier with time. 100%. And I wanted to say, too, I'm not sure if I said it before. I feel like the boundaries you don't set with your family members will come back and repeat in other relationships. Hell yeah. You know? Like, you will be tested in other relationships with those same boundaries. So don't think like you're skipping something or you're... I don't know. Don't if you think... have a distance between you and your family that you don't have to deal with those problems. Yeah, exactly. Because you'll create those same problems in other relationships. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for finishing my sentences, Sarah. You're so welcome. <laughs> what would I do without you? <laughs> <laughs> I got some toxic Twitter time it's for my people. Toxic Twitter time. Toxic Twitter time yeah <laughs> our album will be out um in december <laughs> mm-hmm. then sagittarius season will be yeah. chaotic right <laughs> okay but for real toxic twitter time yeah what happened so i feel like i don't think we talked about free britney last time did we i don't know but i mean but, we, we talk about it in real life, so I don't know if we've talked about it on the podcast because right. we talk about it in real life so much. Yeah. But obviously, free Britney. Obviously, like, free Britney. Yeah, like, duh. that's my bitch. They got her so fucked up. So fucked up. My poor little Sagittarius I know. Queen is she needs suffering. her freedom. She is how suffering. How dare they? How dare... I mean, we've already talked about... I think what it is... We talked about her in the media and how the media had her fucked mm, up. Mm-hmm. And we talked about free Britney in that sense. Oh, we yeah. haven't talked about, like, the actual conservatorship. Yeah. Um, and, you know, what she's going through with her family and how much they have her fucked up. Yes. I specifically mostly wanted to talk about... Because I feel like everybody knows about free Britney now, yeah. you know? But I saw that Jamie Lynn, her sister... I saw that ...released video. that video trying to be like... All on her sister's side. And I just want to know... Is she just a good-ass actress? Like, I don't understand. I felt it was so fake and phony the whole entire time. And, like, it just seemed like she was also tripping over her words. Like, you support your sister, but... Yeah, you've never spoken out before. Yeah, it confuses me. And then you told her she needs to go to therapy, so you're kind of admitting that you are one of the family members who forced her into therapy. Yeah, she said that she also told her to get a new lawyer and all that stuff, too, in the video. And I was just so confused because Brittany, verbatim, her words were that no one in her family helped her. Mm Mm-hmm. That includes your sister. Exactly. You know what I mean? So I just don't understand why... Like, I'm just very confused yeah. by, by what's going on here. 
I feel like she's, I don't know, not that even Jamie Lynn is relevant, but maybe she's scared about being canceled and felt like she needed to, like, hop on the TL and let the people know she was in support of her sister. But um, we don't believe it for a second, and we're, like... Just, what, like a little Karen revival moment? Yeah. Like, she just thinks that all she has to do is hop on social media and be like, it wasn't me, though. She wasn't talking about me. Yeah. <laughs> I love her. Okay, bye. <laughs> right. I'm like, and I quote Brittany, she wants to sue all of her family. Yeah, she said all of her family. All you bitches. That includes so, your sissy. Yeah. I know. I just think she has her so fucked up. Obviously, I will be the first to admit I don't know everything about everything. So I don't really know. But from my intuition and, you know, Brittany's words, from the evidence presented. Right. <laughs> <laughs> she is a liar. And she is a mean, mean person. Mm-hmm. How do you let that happen to your family? Right. And they're just mooching off of her. Like, that is so gross to me. Like, they have no idea how much karmic debt they're going to, you know what I mean, be mm-hmm. under for their next lifetimes. If they were literally pulling a stunt like this, allegedly, which it seems like they were. They were. Yeah. Oh, gosh. I know. I mean. People are greedy. So greedy. But, yeah, of course, it's like when money is freely coming to you and you don't even really have to talk to the person who's suffering, a lot of people would take that money. It's just such blood money, though. Yeah, it's for such sure. such blood money because, like, this is what she's – Brittany's been working her ass off. Mm-hmm. Because she, she had that Vegas, you know what I mm-hmm. mean, show. Like, I know she'd be bringing in the dough. And, like, she doesn't have access to it. I would be so angry. Like, why am I working? Right. You know? How dare you? Right. And I can't take a day off. And the worst part is that, like, it's family. You know what I mean? How many people become famous and they always help out their family? Like, I'm sorry. Jamie Lynn Spears, she was on Zoe 101 probably because of her damn sister. Like, let's be honest. Brittany already gave you lots of opportunities. Mm -hmm. But to just sit there and mooch off of her hard-earned money like that. Mm -hmm. Oh, my God. It's sick. It is sick. sick. It is sick. She tried to act like she was making her own money and stuff. It's like, not Britney money. You ain't making Britney money, though. Uh-uh. Oh. Free Britney, man. I just free feel Britney. Really... I just can't wait for her. Literally, like, I swear to God, when she's free, I'm going to celebrate it like a national motherfucking oh, holiday. Oh, hell yes. We need to have <laughs> a Britney, Britney party. Britney day. Yeah, it's free Britney day. <laughs> It'll become a national holiday. Oh, 100%. <laughs> I'm just so happy that her... What she's going through is getting recognition, public mm-hmm. recognition, because I feel like now there's more eyes on it, and hopefully the court will make the right decision. decision. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Let's hope she deserves it. Hoping and praying. Mm-hmm. Free the Sagittarius queen. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Please. Okay, so I know you've been hearing about this T-Pain and Usher drama. Oh, my god. Which honestly just annoys the fuck out of me, because I feel like T-Pain, he deserves better in general. Mm-hmm. The fact that he was just out of touch or, you know, he didn't want to be out of touch, but the music industry kind of wasn't fucking with him Mm -hmm. for the past several years. Yeah. And I just feel so sorry for him. And I'm so happy that he has this single with Kehlani and like, I feel like his career is thriving again, Mm -hmm. but he's been sharing more and more his story and like why he wasn't making music for a while too. And one of the things that he shared, I believe it was in a new Netflix show, was that he was, and if I get this wrong, you could go watch it yourself, but (laughs) I'll briefly describe what I remember. Yeah. Basically, he was on an airplane with several other artists. This was like back in the day. And he had just woken up and a flight attendant comes to him and says, oh, Usher wants to talk to you in the back. And, you know, T-Pain wakes up. He's like, oh, okay, let me go holla at Usher. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, my friend uh-huh. in the music industry. So he thought. Mm. He goes back and he's like, what's up? And apparently Usher tells him basically how he ruined the music industry basically because of the fact that he was using um, auto-tune mm-hmm. and basically broke T-Pain's heart. And I know everybody, everybody uses auto-tune now mm-hmm. you know what i mean and at the end of the day you have to have so many other things going for you like auto-tune isn't going to be the thing that makes you in the music industry but 1, he started that you know what i mean mm-hmm. and doesn't usher sometimes do auto-tune now yes too? he literally He's so fucking funny mm-hmm. and it just made me so angry because i feel like that is so uncalled for and there's such a thing as constructive criticism telling someone that they ruined the industry that they're in 
That's not constructive. That's just mean. Yeah. No, he was being a fucking... And that's not your friend. No. He was just being a fucking hater, I feel like. 100%. Because T-Pain was on the rise, and Usher wasn't it at the time. You know what I mean? Like, T-Pain was getting hit after hit after hit. He was being and a he fucking hater. was just a hater, because T-Pain found a new sound. He was making dope beats. He was writing his own music. Like, he is a talented individual. And the fact that Usher said that to him, like, I already thought he was, like, an ugly dude, but, like... I mean... I just think he's even more ugly as a person now. Why would you say that? Especially then after when you literally copy them. You make an entire album trying to be just like fucking T-Pain. Except yours was whack. T-Pain did it better. But then too, like, it makes me think when somebody is the first to do it, they always get hate. You know what I mean? It's very rare that they're, yeah. like, always the most beloved person right away. For sure. And it it's takes... different. Mm-hmm. But I just, I just hate that. More often than not, when you're doing something big, someone that you consider a friend is the one, or even family, is the one that tells you, oh, you're fucking up. This isn't it. You're not good at this. Mm-hmm. It's usually not a stranger. It's not. Because it wouldn't tear you down the way these comments do. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, it did him. Obviously, they had a relationship. For sure. And he probably sat back and thought about that. He, he said that he did mm -hmm. for, for years. Yeah. And that shit broke my heart. It broke my heart because he didn't deserve that. He didn't. And honestly, I am so happy that, um, yeah, the media is also shedding some light into T-Pain's life and his, you know, career again. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I'm excited to hear more hits from him. Same. Cause it's, it's T Pain. Uh huh. You got a mansion in Wisconsin, right? <laughs> <laughs> I still think he can make them bangers. Okay. Oh, I believe I wholeheartedly, believe. and I feel like he has years in him, mm -hmm. so he needs to. You know what I mean? Like he he should have been making music, right? So I bet you he got some hits hidden away somewhere, mm -hmm. and he's just gonna keep dropping them and dropping them and dropping them. Yeah. I'm excited to see what you do, T Pain. You go, T Pain. We happy you back. We loved you. Yeah. I always loved you didn't you. ruin the industry. Uh uh. You made it better. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you can go shave your back now, Usher. Yeah, <laughs> right. Bye, Usher. Bye, Usher. Okay, I got some other funny, toxic Twitter oh, random news that I saw. What happened? So, I guess Wendy Williams and Ray J are dating. And I just... No, shut the fuck... Stop no, it right now. No, they were seen Maya, stepping up. out no, on the this town. this is for publicity. And I feel like Stop this is it. the messiest... No, is this going to be on the new Love & Hip Hop LA? No, I can't imagine. And I kind of don't want to. No, I... these are like the messiest... Stop it right now. People. How did they find each other? Messy.com? Oh like, my God, you know I'm what I mean? Like, no, I can't. Messy.com. Uh -huh. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, yeah. Those are their names, so they found each other. Bro, what the... No. What does Princess think of this? Uh, I don't know. It literally... I no, like I just saw... No, I swear to God, me. I'm going to send real. it to you. No, oh, me. my God. And then I also saw this weird <laughs> clip, because, you know, Twitter, um, of Ray J on the Wendy Williams show, and she was like... <laughs> and he was sitting on her lap. No, he was like, you know, she was interviewing him, and she was like, uh, you know, Ray J is the type of guy that you can bring home to your mama because he looks good, but also, you know, he's bad. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. No. I was like, ew, this is so no, weird. This I am so choosing cringe. to believe that this is like a little, like a little from 2020 that just made its way to 2021 like you know what i mean like one of those glitches in the matrix that yeah. like we were having a lot in 2020 and we haven't had a lot of them in 2021 you know yeah for a while now so i feel like that's what that is there's no way this is real oh my this is for publicity i could not even imagine these people having chemistry me either maybe they do drugs together that's another <laughs> oh my god <laughs> that I just oh had. my god <laughs> Wendy Williams She's freshly has... divorced, you know what I mean? Yeah. So she, maybe she's like, random. right, maybe, <laughs> probably. But she does have like a drug or like alcohol problem. <laughs> oh my I'm just stating God. facts, things that are like. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, say it, girl. <laughs> <laughs> I absolutely cannot with this. And I just feel like, how did this happen? How long has this been going on? And I swear to you, Maya, if a source were to tell me right now that this was true, I don't know how I would feel about life. Like, I would, I know nothing. Did I enter into the Matrix? No, like... for sure. That's the initiation. <laughs> yeah. 
So I'll try and update you. I'll let you know if I see more things, you guys. Okay, can't yeah, wait to hear weird. for this relationship update. Right. <laughs> I don't like it. Maybe the next update will get us that. Yeah, she'll be on Love and Hip Hop. For real, she would. It's time. She would. She would end people. <laughs> she will do great things. <laughs> that would be great She would TV. do great things. Oh my gosh, she would be so entertaining. Oh my god, yeah, she's iconic. Like, you know, no matter what, Wendy Williams is iconic. Oh yeah. What's her sign? She's a cancer with a Scorpio moon. Oh my gosh. Wow. Explains the eyes. Uh-huh. The eyes are crazy. Big moon eyes. Uh-huh. She'd be looking into and your she'd soul. she'd be getting them crazy eyes. You know what I mean? She's like... <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. I have to tell you about something crazy I read recently. Tell me. So, apparently, there's a class action suit against Smiles or at Club. Oh. And, basically, the aligners were making some people's teeth so loose that they were cra- cracking and falling off. Oh. <gasps> What? And to me, it's just also wild. Because, okay, whenever I would see commercials for things like that in my head, I was like, how do they do it without, like, a dentist? Like, it just seems so easy. And in my head, I was like, don't we need dentists for that? Yeah. Now I read that, and I was like, yeah, we need dentists for that. Yeah. <laughs> you can't just be fucking moving your teeth. Oh, my Isn't that crazy? Gosh. That's really scary and sad for the people who had those. Same. And I hope if anyone, if we help even one person, if you're thinking about getting Smile Direct Club, learn about this. Right. Don't. (laughs) Right. Get braces and Invisalign and stuff through your freaking dentist. Yeah, that shit's so scary. And it just makes me think about like, uh, I swear, consumerism and how easily you can buy things from the internet and via your TV now, even more than ever. Although it's nice that things are accessible, easily accessible, it's also scary because you don't know what is actually going to work and what's just a gimmick. Right. It's hard to know what what's good products anymore because there's just so, so much many. shit out there in the world. And the advertising is so good. You know it what is. I mean? It's advertising so and the marketing really makes you think that this is a trust. Yeah, this is a trustworthy. Yeah influencers make it seem like it's really a trustworthy product yeah and yeah they freaking have us fooled and it makes me think i don't even trust reviews anymore sometimes because yeah. it's so easy to make fake reviews like i forgot what it was i think it was sephora or ulta i, I don't know i don't exactly remember but it was some makeup company and they people found out that they were um having people review them from their own team <laughs> yeah and they got caught and it was a bad a huge publicity scandal yeah you know because that's like what the fuck yeah that's how we buy things based off of reviews nowadays right so now it makes me think i don't trust reviews you know how people have bots as followers that's just as easy to get bots for reviews no it's true it's like how do i actually know that this is going to be a good skin product or investment or whatever like for yourself it's scary it's scary people are wild out here people are wild and I guess, honestly, what I really want to say is when it's something important, like a big purchase, do your research. Yeah. You know? And sometimes it's not going to be the cheapest option, but it's going to be the smartest option. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. Some things you shouldn't cheap out for. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And some things totally cheap out for. Yeah. You know? <laughs> for sure. It's a balance. Yeah. But I feel like surgeries, dental stuff. Don't cheap out on those. Don't, because this is a scary world out here. You uh-huh. don't know. Your teeth might fall out. Uh-huh. You don't want that. I don't want that for you. <laughs> okay, so I have a question for you this week, and it's related to dating. Oh. So I want to know, do you believe guys should wait three days after you went on a date to text you again? <laughs> you know that rule that I'm talking about? Yes. People are like, you have to wait a couple days after we went on the date. All right. <laughs> if you watched our last video, which is how to let a man pursue you, this will sound familiar. These mind games, I can't with. Mm-hmm. I just can't. It's too much for me personally. Like, 
feeling like, okay, like the timing of things. Okay, you should wait this long. Okay, that's perfect. Okay, now I'll text him back at this time. Okay, if he texts me back too soon, I shouldn't text him back too soon. Like, it's just like too much for me. Yeah. I don't want to think about our texting habits. How about mm-hmm. that? Right. Like, if you want to fucking text me, text me. If, you want if to our talk. energies are meant to be together, they'll be together. You know what I mean? I hate that shit. Because mm-hmm. I used to believe in it when I was younger. And I'd eat it up. And I'd get advice. People didn't know what the fuck they were talking about. Shut the fuck up. You know what I mean? It's not like it works every single time. Maybe it worked for one person. Mm-hmm. I just want to know the data that says this is how it's supposed to be. Like, yeah. where? Where? <laughs> Who said this? Who started this? Like, where did this come from? Because, yeah, to me, it makes absolutely no sense. I would actually be offended that you waited three days yeah, to for text real. me. If we went out on a great date, like, I expect you to text me that night, maybe the next morning. At the end of the day, you better be asking if I made it home okay. Yeah. And if you didn't do that, I already don't fuck with you. Right. Like... <laughs> What do you mean? I just want to know who comes up with these who rules. Who starts this shit? I feel like, and, and I thought everyone's about it. different. 100%. And I don't know. For me, I feel like this rule, it started with, like, men and then trying to control women in some way. And, like, keeping them waiting and, like, on their toes. I hate that shit. And I just absolutely despise that. It may not be true, but that's just what I think. No, like, why, I definitely see that. Why would women, because usually this is how it goes, why would women have to wait three days after, like, a date? I'm sorry. You were beautiful goddesses who deserve to be worshipped, you know? So if yeah, you want exactly. me, let me know that you want me. Because mm-hmm. if you don't want me, there's plenty of other people who want to be with me. And this is not as macaki shit. This is real shit. Mm-hmm. And you, whoever is listening, should feel this way, too. There's plenty of people that want you because you're amazing. Mm-hmm. So if you went out with someone and they're not interested in you, yeah, they should just be upfront about it. These mind games are not it. Yeah. No. I don't I don't like it. Like it's, it's a controlling thing, you know? Mm-hmm. It's like their way of making you feel like, oh, well, maybe it wasn't that nice. Oh, what did I say? Did I do something wrong? All of a sudden, you're thinking about them for these three days. So when they do hit you up, you're like, oh, yes, he wants me. Okay, cool. You right. know? Yeah. It's like, no, I don't. I don't like that. I don't like those games at all. It's games. Clearly, you're not ready for a real relationship if you feel the need to play these games. Mm Mm-hmm. And also, I feel like maybe that worked in the olden days or something, but. When people didn't have cell phones. Yeah, you know, but (laughs) (laughs) now that we have fucking text messages and access to talk to each other all the time, if you're not responding quickly, yeah, I'm judging you. Yeah, 100%. You're on your, at the end of the day, we're in this day and age where, yeah, you are constantly on social media, texting people, emailing people, whatever. You have two seconds the next morning even to be like, hey, I had fun. That's it. Right. Waiting three whole days. That's a lifetime in the age of technology. Exactly. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. I just, uh-uh. I you act like funny. Hella funny. And I feel like you can't even fake that. It's like old-fashioned. Yeah, no, you, know? you can't. Just, no. just shut just up. Just no. Shut up with that old-fashioned shit. Mm-mm. <laughs> I hate it. I just want people to be honest. I'm a gentleman. No, like, shut up. What about you as a gentleman? The fact that you say you're a gentleman? Or, like, what What else? What else? <laughs> right, I'll wait. Because that was Literally. It. Literally. Will you open the door for me? Oh, thank you. Mm. Oh, you're so nice. <laughs> Oh, bare minimum shit. No, literally. And I'm not a bare minimum bitch. Mm-mm. So I don't fuck with that. No, yeah. That's why I have to, you know, that's I why have I have to, to laugh. laugh. <laughs> <laughs> this is the bare minimum, ladies. Yeah, 100%. Honestly, yeah, wait for your king because he's going to treat you like a goddess. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, he will. Don't you accept are. these games. Yeah. Because as if you at all start to play back... Then you're in it, mm-hmm. and you're like gonna be in it for a week, and then it's two months, and this is the guy you can't stop thinking about for a year, even though he hasn't treated you right since the day he met you. Mm-hmm. Mm. It's the truth. It becomes a thing when it could have just been stopped from the beginning if you told yourself he's not treating me the way I deserve to be treated. Mm-hmm. Always living in that state of confusion when you really don't have to be at all. You could just remove yourself. Mm-hmm. That easy. Ah. Uh. Yeah. But they feed on your confusion. They, they take do. and take and take Ugh. until you're lost and you don't have your friends anymore because you're so obsessed with this situation. Mm-hmm. Ugh, get out of it. Get out. Run for the hills. For real. Oh, my God. Did you see that Cardi's pregnant? Yes. Our queen. I'm so happy for her. And I she know. announced it in such a cute way. Yeah. 
she's so cute. I'm very happy for her. I hope, um, what's his name? Offset is treating her right. Mm-hmm. I agree. But I, I mean, I'm happy because also today she posted how, like, she's in this phase in her life where she's not allowing other people's judgments or what they're saying to affect her like it used to. Because she that. would always be, like, clapping back and, you know, protecting her family, herself, whatever. Yeah. Um, so I'm happy that she's choosing to do that. Because mm-hmm. even on her um, video where it was, you know, they were showing her announcing it on stage, just people in the comments were just being really mean as always, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But it just it just breaks my heart because it's like this is a pregnant woman, you know, at the end of the day, this is a pregnant woman and she's living her truth. That's her story. Like Even if you didn't agree with what she's accepting, like this is her life. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. And if you're really... And how do you know she hasn't turned it around? You know what I mean? Right. You, you just don't know. So yeah. So the way they're coming at her made me sad, but also I'm happy that she's choosing to protect her peace. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because really, it's nobody's place to say. And when you're really love... When you really love Cardi or you're on her team, you're just going to support her. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you just want her to be happy at the end of the day. And it's really not your place to speak more on their relationship. 100%. You know? And I also feel like I can't even lie and say that when she, when he was cheating on her, I was the first person to be like, fuck him. Like, no, for how sure. dare he? You know what I mean? That's because I love her. And I honestly just want every woman that's ever been in an abusive relationship or a relationship where they were cheated on to get her power back, you know? Mm-hmm. And I feel like, who am I to say that she hasn't done that, you know? So I'm going to respect her decision and just be happy for her. For sure. I am happy for her, 1,000%, and I can't wait to see the new baby. Oh, they make some cute babies. They do make some cute babies. They're a cute couple at yeah, the end of the day. Yeah, they really are. You know? Yeah. And just treat her right, please. 100%. Ugh. We just we just love little you. little whole Sagittarius ass. I know. I'm sorry. I have to say it. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> and they like, are. For someone that's like, Cardi's a Libra. They're house too. Yeah, but she has a Scorpio Venus, so she is fucking invested. Mm-hmm. She is. She's loyal. Mm-hmm. So I just need him to be a little bit more loyal. Yeah. Okay. God, why is so stupid? I know. You got a queen right there. For real. Well, hopefully he knows. Yeah. So hopefully they're better. Ugh, yeah. God. Sending them love All the and love. happiness and health for the new baby. Mm-hmm. 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 Do we know if it's a boy or a girl? Um, I don't we know. Don't know. I don't okay. know. Yeah. I don't think we know, but I don't know. <laughs> yeah. No, I don't know either. But yeah, they're going to make a cute baby. So happy oh, yeah. for you. Yeah. <laughs> I love pregnancy announcements. I know. Mm. So cute. Oh, my God. And everybody was looking hella fly at the BET Awards. Yeah, I don't know if you've yeah. seen those pictures. Hell I was like, yeah. Ugh. Everybody was killing it. Yeah. Did you hear that? Like, oh, my God. But apparently, Jack Harlow was there, and he won an award. And people were like, why the fuck is he winning an award? <laughs> <laughs> I'm so amused. They're like, what's this white boy doing? We You're cool. Were you cool, but like. Why? Right, like you ain't that <laughs> That's cool. like everything that I saw. People were like, we love him, but like, why? <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh my gosh. gosh, that's hella funny. Anyway. Okay, so it's time to play our astrology game. <laughs> I feel like we've been playing it for the past, you know, few weeks. So I like this continue. game. I like this game. We should do more games. Yeah, I like games. Same. <laughs> <laughs> Fun games, not like, yeah. you know, relationship, mental, toxic <laughs> no, games. No, for real. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, but we're going to play Fuck, Mary Kill, Fire Sign Edition. Oh, my God. So, Sarah Bears, let the people know. Oh, my God. Okay, 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 okay. Okay, okay. <laughs> I'm going to fuck Sagittarius. Okay. Because, you know, Sagis, they got Jupiter, you know? When they when you got Jupiter, that dick is probably big. I'm <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> I'm just playing. I'm just playing. That's not the reason. No, the not. real reason is Sagis are a great fuck, mm. but you know they're not going to stay after the fuck, so they're definitely not marriage material, you know? Yeah. And I don't want to kill them because they're hella fun. It's like you're going to have fun that one night fucking the Sag. Yeah. Like the games are not over after you fuck. Like you're going to have a wild, wild night. It's going to be the best <laughs> of times. You're going to remember it till the day you die, and then you never see him again. <laughs> sad yeah and i would marry aries mm, because mm-hmm. aries is sexy passionate yeah. and honestly aries are loyal mm-hmm. you know they ride for their people they're my ride and die mm-hmm. okay mm-hmm. so i definitely will marry aries and i just i don't know i feel like 
they have this energy about them that kind of makes you do the things that you're too scared to do. Mm-hmm. They push you to do it kind of aggressively, which is what I need. <laughs> so I feel like in a marriage, that will be a great thing for me because I'm a fixed sign. So I need someone that's like, do it. Hurry up. Yeah. You got this. For sure. <laughs> for sure. For sure. So I fuck with that energy a lot. And I would, I'm sorry, I would kill Leo because I feel like they're too conceited for me. Oh my gosh. Girl, why do I feel like you just, you literally read my mind exactly because I picked the same thing. Really? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Pick the same and like pretty much same kind of reasoning. I feel like Sag would be a really good fuck. We'd have a really great time. We'd maybe have deep conversation. Mm-hmm. We'd probably have like a wild night before <laughs> and then we'll fuck and it'll be like really intense and there'll be lots of like fun wordplay or maybe it'll just be like, maybe it'll just be intense like eye contact. Ooh. Don't know. Because sometimes it can, I feel like it can go either way. It's true. And then we'll have like funny conversation afterwards or like talk about deep shit. And I feel like that would be really fun. I've never fucked a Sagittarius, but I imagine that's what it would... I imagine that's what it's like fucking me. (laughs) You're like, let me just describe how it is a night with Maya. How will it be? Right. (laughs) And then Aries, yes, I feel like they are really loyal partners, and I love how hard they go for their people. I just... I've talked about this before. Like, to me... Feeling safe in a relationship is the most important thing. And I feel like my Aries people always make me feel safe. Mm -hmm. You know, like I never have to question my safety or their loyalty whenever they're around me. And that's amazing. That's just safety. You know, The best. The best. What more can you ask for in a marriage? And then, yeah, Leo, I just feel like, mm, yeah, you're too conceited. Like, I just don't feel like we have that connection. Yeah, I just feel like I already have my Leo Mars, and that is the sign that rolls over your sexuality, so I don't really need a Leo. Um, And I also feel like I'm the star, so that's not going to work for me. Yeah. You know, like, we could have fun together, but that wasn't an option, so. Exactly. (laughs) Yeah. Exactly. Like, truthfully, that is why. Because I definitely am not marrying a Leo. Yeah. It was hard for me to decide if I want to fuck Leo or Sag. Yeah. And ultimately, I picked Sag because, yeah, with Leo, once again, Leo Mars, I am the star when we're fucking. Yeah, So if I'm with a Leo son, they're going to think they're the star when we're fucking? Absolutely not. Exactly. You are here to look at me. It's about me. (laughs) For sure. And they'd be, like, trying to look at... Them. They, they like keep trying to find a mirror and I'm like right. you're supposed to look at me right like I'm the hottest thing in this room <laughs> not you honey <laughs> so there would be tension exactly <laughs> and then I feel like maybe their like fuck would start to get more aggressive because they're like you don't like oh, it yeah. you know and I'm like I don't I actually don't. now you're, you're being pushy yeah you're doing that fixed sign thing yeah and for me as a fixed sign I don't need that fixed sign thing yeah <laughs> it's all too rigid mm-hmm. You know, (laughs) but love you guys. Love you. You're pretty. You know, it's all fun and games. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So if you guys are here from YouTube, you already know that we pull a couple of questions from our YouTube videos and discuss them in the podcast. Are you ready for our first question, Maya? Yes, I am. Okay. So we did how to date a cancer as our video last week. Mm -hmm. And from that video, we pulled the question, what's a perk of dating a cancer? So, Maya, what's a perk of dating a cancer? Okay, so. Share with the class. (laughs) I feel like my number one perk of dating a cancer is that they are really great cooks. And even more than them just being really great cooks, I feel like they always have your favorite snacks on deck. Mm. And to me, that's really a love language. Like, you always have my favorite treats waiting for me. Yeah. Like, that's special. It's so sweet. And sweet. And I feel like that's a great perk. Especially if you're, like, a homey, foodie type of person. like, And even if you're not, it's just great to know that all your favorite things are going to be there if you Always want Always stacked. <laughs> Always stocked up. Mm-hmm. What about you? Ooh, okay. I feel like I have a couple of things. Mm-hmm. They will cut a bitch for you. <laughs> Throat. <laughs> <laughs> so true. You know what I With mean? With the quickness. <laughs> and, like, you don't even have to say why. You don't have to say when. It could have literally been someone that you were cool with yesterday. And you could be like, I hate this person. They're like, I hate them too. And we go cut them. You know <laughs> yeah. what I mean? Like, we're going to get them. We're going to get these bitches. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and that, like, unspoken loyalty, like, the fact that I don't have to convince them. It turns me on. Yeah. You know? Like, yes. it's like, wow. Yeah. You will just go to war for me. <laughs> like that, huh? Oh, that's hot. You know? Yes. Hot. 
I feel like that kind of is my second point, too. It's like I couldn't totally put it into words, but the emotional bond that you two have with each other and then that loyalty for you Mm -hmm. and how they, yeah, protect you is so beautiful and, like, one of a kind. And, yeah, it's sweet or it'll fucking kill and protect for you like a Mm -hmm. mama, Mm -hmm. a mama bear. I feel like (laughs) cancer, like, if it was up to them... (laughs) They need you to, like, put on something over your eyes when they're doing their crazy flips. Because to you, like, they're like, sweet little cancer. But they're about to turn around and be the craziest motherfucker your enemy has ever seen. And they don't need you to see that. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) You know it's true. Yes. Oh, my gosh. That is the truest thing ever. And so funny and so cute. And so funny. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh cancer oh cancer love you guys that's so funny <laughs> i also feel like as your partner they prioritize your comfort mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. <laughs> you okay over there yeah i'm still just dying <laughs> thinking about like <laughs> all the cancers and maybe with their babies like putting headphones on them they're like you can't listen to this yeah. and then they're like you fucking dumbass bitch <laughs> so my babies are in the car <laughs> oh fuck you up <laughs> no their crazy flip is even it might be wilder than Gemini's I think so <laughs> I really think so but you know they gotta do it they got it in them mm-hmm. <laughs> for their people they do. When you're ruled by the moon and the moon changes signs every two and a half days, yeah, you're going to have a new emotion every two and a half days. <laughs> <laughs> you're going to feel that shit boldly. Mm-hmm. All right? Don't fuck with a cancer because they'll fucking tear you up. Yeah, they will. They're scrappy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they are. <laughs> oh, my God. We're coming for cancer. Oh, my God. Oh my gosh. Yo, I swear. I'm crying and I'm screaming and I love it because it's all so true. (laughs) It's innovative. It really is. Really. I feel like also cancer, (laughs) I don't know if this was a roast, but I can keep going. (laughs) Cancer is also that like side piece in every movie that like, she like pretends to be sweet and is like, oh, like I love you, baby, but like she'll be killing your main girl, and then she'll be like, oh my god, how did that happen? No, it's so <laughs> true. <laughs> They're always that crazy bitch in the Lifetime movie. No, for sure. You Ooh, know, what? I'm not yeah. saying y'all are you know always the side hoes, but you know what I mean. That specific character that like will do the craziest shit and then come back hair perfect. Like, what happened here? <laughs> right. Oh my gosh, y'all watch Cruel Summer. <laughs> oh my god she's a cancer yes for sure wait wasn't her birthday in july oh my god i feel like it oh, was bitch. Bitch. yeah bitch, bitch, oh bitch. my god yeah she's actually a fucking cancer oh my god we love you guys oh my gosh <laughs> <laughs> we're talking about this in a positive spin yeah a positive way yeah yeah 100 <laughs> i called you innovative <laughs> <laughs> All right, and so in our second YouTube video, we talked about how to let somebody pursue you, you know, how to kind of get back into the dating world. And from that topic, we pulled the question, what's your biggest turnoff when it comes to someone pursuing you? Oh, so let the people know. I feel like I have like a few that kind of tie together. Yeah. You know? Mm Mm-hmm. So I'm just going to start us off. Do it. <laughs> someone who doesn't get the hint. Mm. Or someone who is heavy pursuing you, and as soon as you show interest back, they want to fall back and play it cool. Oh, my God. Like, stop with that mind games. I hate that shit. And then controlling tendencies from the start. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. That shit would set me off. Like, if someone at all just seemed a little bit controlling, even in that courting phase... Ooh, I'm just like, no, I don't want you to pursue me anymore. I could just see the controlling tendencies in you. And I know it's only going to get worse the more close we get. And I just cannot with that. Yeah. I cannot with that. Like, my family couldn't control me to even think, to even think that a man thinks he can control me. 
Oh my god, you got the wrong one, boo. You got the wrong fucking one. <laughs> Oh, you have no idea who you fucking with. I'm crazy. I do right. what I want all the fucking time. <laughs> right. I hate authority. I hate authority. I question it every day. Every day. Oh, my gosh. So, yeah, I was like, I get really passionate about this. Yeah. Because I just cannot stand a man thinking he can tell me what to do. No, 1,000%. Oh, it just makes me laugh. It makes my blood boil, yeah. actually. Like, I'm getting hot like, just you know thinking about it. You know who I am? You know who I am? Right. Clearly not. Oh, They my thought God. they could control you. Oh, my God. Isn't that laughable? I laugh. I in laugh. their fucking face. I laugh in your face. I literally laugh in your face. Yeah. Oh, my God. Like, that's so just, comical. So yeah. Funny. That is my number one and main thing as well is manipulating. Like, Ugh. them thinking that they can control me in any type of way in this relationship. And I feel like they manifest. They manifest it in a couple of ways. One would be, like, them getting upset when I'm trying to hang out with my friends, oh, trying to yeah. keep me from hanging out with them. Like, oh, being disrespectful of my time, kind of, you know, yep. saying like, oh, I can only hang out with them or I can only do these things. Like, uh-uh, no, no. Don't make me feel weird for having friends and yep. hobbies. Yep. That's fucking weird. What I do when I'm not with you should not be a point of conversation unless I bring it up. It is How not. about that? Right. At all. Another way, I feel like... You know, unless I'm cheating on you. Yeah. <laughs> unless I'm being shady. <laughs> Everything else I do outside of our relationship should not be something that you have a say over. I am my own person when I'm not with you in this energy exchange. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Who makes decisions for myself. Right. I do not need your approval. Nor do I... At I all. do... Let me rephrase that. I do not want your approval. I do not need your approval. I do not care like, for your approval. Like, just stop talking <laughs> when I'm telling you what I'm doing about my plants. You know what I mean? Because I really don't care yeah. about your opinion on it. And when like, I'm telling you about it, that's a privilege of me sharing another part of my life with you. That Because part. I feel comfortable to do that with you. Don't make me uncomfortable. Right. Because then I'll just stop talking to you altogether. Mm-hmm. It's a privilege. Privilege. All around. Mm-hmm. I feel like the other way it manifests when they're trying to be, like, controlling, is they'll make, like, a little sly comment about my outfit. Or, like, oh, you look really good. Or, like, you look too fun going out there. Like, I don't like shit like that. I feel like it's controlling weird behavior. Like, what do you mean I look too good to be going out? Yeah. Why why can't you just tell me I look beautiful? Or, like, I don't know. You know what I mean? Or, like, saying, like, oh, that's, that's a short skirt. You look really hot. Like, at the end of the day... You know that comment is going to stick with me that night. Yeah. And I hate that you took away my night from me mm-hmm. by saying something weird right before we went out, right before we did something. They know what they're doing with those comments. Mm-hmm. And it's con- it's like... It's controlling your mood. Yeah, 100%. And they don't want you to have a good time with those people that you're trying to go out with. Again, it goes back to a bigger thing of like the low-key wanting to ruin your other relationships because they don't have other relationships 100 percent, and they know they can easily control you when you don't have other connections 100 percent, and it's very scary thinking about that <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah honestly this reminds me of one time when i was talking to a guy and he from the jump was like oh yeah so yeah you go out with your girls i was like yeah i love going out with my girls we go out all the time it's like oh so you don't tell your boyfriend, you know, if I was your boyfriend, you wouldn't tell me where, which club you go to. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like, this took a wild, wild turn. Right. I'm like, uh, <laughs> what do you want me to do? Like, pin drop it to you? Like, weirdo? Like, in my head. Yeah. And I was like, no. <laughs> I was just like, no. Yeah. <laughs> and then the conversation just went south from there. And yeah, I just thank God that <laughs> I talked about going out. Because then I saw his true colors, you know? Yeah. Little things like that. You never know when these characteristics are going to come out. When you're just having a normal conversation with them, all of a sudden, something you say will set them off and it'll show their true colors. Mm-hmm. That is when a red flag happens and that is when you need to have your, you know, your boundaries up to be like, okay, now I don't fuck with this. Yeah. I'm not going to change who I am just to be with you. I don't like the way you make me feel. Mm-hmm. I'm mm. not going to allow you to pursue me any longer. Yeah. And you you have to set that boundary with the person. Otherwise, they will continue to cross it. You 100%. know, And like I kind of said in the beginning of the podcast, it's easier to set boundaries with people you don't know. So like if it's something that you haven't practiced, practice it on a stranger. Practice it when you're just starting the date now. Like what better time For real. than now than ever? <laughs> yeah. You don't owe anything to anyone. In general – to anyone, mm-hmm. but especially not people you just meet. 1,000%. Hmm. So, yeah. 
So let that empower you. Yeah. And set those boundaries when you're in the dating game, you know? Mm-hmm. Because you're wonderful and the right person is going to come around, but the wrong people will keep coming around if you keep not setting your boundaries and lying to yourself about what you really want. 100%. And I feel like we just need to remember that, like, you have plenty of options. Mm-hmm. Do not think that time is running out. Do not think that just because one person wants you, oh, it's this person. Who knows when is the next time another person will want me? No. There's plenty of people in the world for you who want you, who are a better match for you than someone who doesn't respect you. Mm-hmm. Point blank, period. And maybe you should try other things in your life. Try new hobbies. Um, go out more. Like, I don't know. Meet new people. Meet new people. Platonic friends. So you can, Platonic yeah. relationships too, you know? Maybe go back to school. Start a different job. Like, these are all different ways you meet new people and you can gain new experiences. You know what I yeah. mean? And it's fun meeting someone when you're doing something you like. Because then mm-hmm. you guys share that common interest too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, we love you guys. We love you guys. Thank you for listening to us. We hope you guys enjoyed our very candid, fun and messy conversation yes. as always <laughs> don't forget to leave us a review on apple Podcasts or wherever else you listen to share us with your friends mm-hmm. we post every tuesday for the podcast we post every monday and thursday for our youtube uh, make sure you guys follow us on our instagram and our twitter as mm-hmm. well you know we be posting cute things there video clips yes all the good stuff. we're charmed and dangerous on instagram charmed a n dangerous and charmed and danger on twitter charm Mm -hmm. a n danger yes we love you we hope you're enjoying cancer season yeah we hope you're having an amazing week amazing start to your week yes and we hope it ends on a really positive note too yeah we love you love that for you yeah bye bye